podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, think about Olympiacos, think about St Etienne, think about AC Milan, think about Dortmund, think about Barcelona. There's plenty of time when Liverpool have come back from deficits like that and uh, we've gone on to, to bigger and better things. So, yeah, I'm trying to pick myself up for this one, Tim. Uh, thanks for joining me uh, after the game, mate. I appreciate it. Um, no it's, uh, it's Jay and Tim with you tonight, everybody, so appreciate it. We won't keep you too long because I'm sure you can't be asked being here as much as we can't right now because it's quite deflated. But we will anyway because we want your comments to join us uh, to try and perk us up a little bit. So let's just see what we think about that. So, um, Tim... Just first initial thoughts on that. Are you with three one? Are you fucking utterly deflated? And is it because of the performances deflating so much, or are you looking at three one thinking, "Fucking hell, we can't claw that back at Anfield"? What what's your initial thoughts? Well, mi- mixed feelings to be honest, because honestly, after watching that crap, three one's actually not a bad result, and it's actually doable on 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 the on the return to Anfield or Puskas, wherever the hell the game's going to be. Um, but just deflating completely deflating to watch just yeah. com- just uh just a complete opposite to what we saw on the weekends and, and yeah yeah I, I can't really I, I don't really know how to sum it up because it, it didn't even I that's we've had three awful months to start this calendar year that's the worst we've played comfortably I've not it's seen it's, de- yeah. it's definitely up there mate it's definitely I, up there I, I think when you look at the game itself and you look at the the big the way we lined up, obviously the, the, the lineup we all tried to we, we put a positive spin. I certainly did in the team news, mate. I was like, Yeah, okay, throw Nabby in, Klopp knows what he's doing. But I, I do think you know, when you look at it, that midfield should have bossed the midfield and it really, really didn't. And that first let's just look at the first half performance, uh, just for a start, mate. Um I, we just couldn't seem to get going, could we? we we couldn't string two or three passes together. Every second ball we weren't winning. And that, I think that's just really, really... That, obviously, his fucking first half was just atrocious, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, I'm actually going to put that on Klopp. I, I am. I, I think that... I know we were all excited about the, you know, Naby starting and obviously you know, I'm sure he's been doing well. We know he's an exceptional player, but for a guy who's not played a bunch of minutes recently, to throw him in into a Champions League quarterfinal away leg is is mental to me. The, the, this is the kind of game that we, we bought Diago for. You know, we in terms of a midfield clash, you know, you, you're you going to struggle to find a, a midfield with more world-class quality than, than Real Madrid. So to stick in a guy who's not really, not really played much. And obviously yeah. he is, he is of that quality when he's, when he's strung some games together and he shows it in flashes, but to, and, and it was obvious that Klopp kind of came to terms with the mistake early because he took him off after what, 42 minutes. So yeah. that's the last we've seen. I've been in a Liverpool shirt. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think we'll probably see him rotated in, in into this kind of like into the end of the season here. Um, yeah. But I, it just inexplicable. I mean, we 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 talked on a preview, didn't we? And we asked Mick, in you know what what kind of a world do you see Thiago not starting? And I think what he said, I think we all kind of thought that there isn't a world where he doesn't start. This this is why we bought a guy of that quality. Why why you know he's the kind of player that you know we want for this kind of a game. 
So yeah. it, it didn't make any sense. You know, you want to retain possession, retain possession against this midfield and not give them any space and take them off the ball as much as possible. And and Kate is a guy who is, you know, more for for a guy who's going to pick up the ball deep and start running. He's not really got that defensive quality. Whereas Diago, as we've seen, is 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 more in for a challenge and all that kind of stuff. So I'd, just a decision that completely confused me. I was excited to begin with, but. Yeah, I've I've got to agree with with Yuki here. He he looked he looked nervous, and can you blame the guy? He's not he's you know to step into a game of that size against a club that big, you know he's, he was never going to be as impactful as 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 Klopp hoped. I think. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. And I think with the way the game panned out, you could see from the first ten minutes, couldn't you, that we weren't going to be the Liverpool that played against Arsenal. You know, the changes obviously had hadn't worked, and obviously we were all excited about it at the beginning, but. Like I said, that midfield battle just should, should have been won very early. Should have set our stall out of what we were about. And yeah, you, you are absolutely right. Naby just didn't turn up. And Naby did genius, to be fair. He didn't really have, have his best game. Fabinho wasn't winning the ball as much as he, as he was. Just want to come on to the, a couple of the comments, mate, because they've been firing in and we appreciate it, guys. Uh, and he's just said, win at Anfield in 2021, not going to happen. Fair play to Real, they outplayed us. They absolutely did, mate. Uh, and credit to them. Ish. <laughs> uh, ben Priest has said that 20 minutes of the second half showed that it's not form, it's not Thiago, it's not the centre back print, it's just they're not mentally strong enough or feel like they've already won enough. Yeah, it's a good point, Ben. We're going to, I'm going to revisit that comment when we talk about the second half soon. Uh, John said, I'm so bored of Manny doing roly polies. Um, I am, mate, to be fair. I agree with, with, with that a little bit. I think Manny does tend to sort of do that a, a little bit more than he should. I think he's a better player than that. But again, He's not. Sometimes he doesn't get get them when he when they are fucking fully committal fouls, and you know they they were bastards tonight for them dark arts, especially that Vinicius who's fucking bell end for it. Really, really pissing me off. Um, DJ Daz has said uh, from Twitter too, it was an odd decision. Uh, Tiago changed the game in our favour when he came on. He certainly did. Again, we'll come on to that in a minute. Uh, Tom was on on Facebook, mate. I mate. Don't know why Cater started. I think Phillips really struggled tonight just to step up in class. He couldn't match more than ones. Yeah, it's probably, you, you could say that. Benzema really did fucking run in between. Uh, let's just look at the, the first goal, mate. Obviously, it's uh, Vinicius Junior that gets it. And the frustrating thing about that first goal, mate, is a fucking 50-yard pass from Tony Cruz, which you could see coming a mile off, right? And Phillips is not, he hasn't really been caught out that way. Um, since he's been playing for Liverpool um, and he's had this long, longer stint. He did it obviously a little, little bit at the beginning, but he's been quite clever when it, and astute when it comes to that. And it was really surprising for him to get in behind like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and blame Phillips, though. You know, this Vinicius is, is a speedster. You know, Nat yeah, yeah. Phillips is, 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 is quick, but he's not that quick, that quick you know and you know and Trent's doing his job and and, and staying out wide because if you watch the replays of I think it's it's Mendy out on the wing and he's he's in a ton of space as well so I think Trent's doing his job covering that the the fault for me is I, I think it's Mane who who doesn't close close down Cruz you can't let a guy of that quality mm. have that much time on the ball that's that's what we were missing the I, I think um Guillermo um Balag he summed it up at the half. The pressing was awful. I've never yeah. seen us so lacklustre in a press. The midfield and the front three look so devoid of energy the whole game. And for me, that's that's the first goal. You know, if, if Cruz is pressed and put under pressure, he plays it short. He doesn't have time to look up and wind up this 50-yard pass and put it on the money. But again, a guy of that quality, of Modric's quality, they're going to do that to you. So for yeah. me, listen, Nat Phillips did what he could. Vinicius took took it really, really well. He took it away with from both defenders with his chest. But 
listen, that's that for me is 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 a problem further up the the pitch rather than a fault by either Trent or or Nat Phillips. Yeah, no, absolutely true, mate. And when we look at the second goal, um, you know, it's it's not that long afterwards, and then you're just thinking, fuck it, because even between the, the sort of nine or ten minutes be- between the two goals, we again we didn't look like we've like okay, we've gone one 0 down here, we've got to fucking try and press and get it. And again, it's another fucking mistake, isn't it? Trent is just completely misjudges the header, rolls it into Asensio, and he you know does a little chip on Allison and gets it over him and puts it away and. It's a nice little finish and stuff, but yeah, again, it's just a fucking sloppy mistake, isn't it, for that second goal? I don't know what Trent was thinking going for that header like that, but um, well, I guess you can see what he was he was trying to do, but he just didn't pull it off. And you know, he's I feel bad for him because you know he's what he's what twenty two and he's he's coming to this game with all this pressure on him with the England yeah, squad with that. the England squad coming up, and you know that's not something that a twenty two year old should should be going through at this point in his career, you know. Um, and to be fair, he looked he looked a bit shaky for, in the first half, and I, I thought he came out in the second half and was superb. He was one of our, one of our better players past that, but you know it's it's, it's a mistake. You know we we players make mistakes. It's not it's not something you can hang your hat on. That's going to happen. You know at some point in the season, it's a shame it happened in this game at, at that particular time because. That really kind of put the pressure on us. I think one nil, one nil at half times. It's a bit of a different game. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's it, yeah. isn't it. Like you said, it's it, it, one nil at half time is a different game. And I was, like you said earlier, mate, Naby gets pulled at forty two minutes. It was funny because Darren Fletcher on the commentary said it's got to be an injury, hasn't it, Steve? And Steve's like, uh, I don't think so. And I think it was right that Naby got pulled um, when he did. I mean, people should have said he got pulled earlier, but. It's one of them where I just think he was he was always going to get pulled, whether that be a couple of minutes before half time or at half time, and yeah, he just we didn't see the nabby that we thought we were getting when that lineup was announced, and obviously, but you know when you look at the second half, mate, we were a different side that second half, and the, the first you know first ten minutes it did it did show what we were about and how we should have fucking played from the start, and you know I don't care how the goals go in, but we fucking got one back within the first six minutes, and I thought. Fucking right, game on here, two one, and we said it. Well, I said it in the team news. I don't, you know, you if if you're two one down against Real Madrid away from home, the way we're playing, I mean, you take that with it with the away goal. But getting that away goal was vital at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a big moment in the tie, and it's it still might prove to be. But um, yeah, just just a it's just that's the kind of football we should have been playing for the previous what was it fifty minutes. That's that, mm. that's that was that's what was so annoying about it is that you know had had we performed like that. 50 minutes you'd fancy us against this Madrid team but it takes 50 minutes for us to get going and you know Salah obviously gets caught in his feet a bit and, and it, the, the build-up plays pretty good um and it's, it's a good little finish but it, it again you know it's it's half time in the tie it's 3-1 at the end of the day we need a 2-0 win I, I fancy if we cut out the mistakes at the back well, Tim just before we come on to that mate in terms of like I'll I'll be look at it I, I one thing that was pissing me off about the, that about that second half is when that goal went in, we looked like we were right up for it, but we were still fucking making mistakes at the back. We were still giving the fucking ball away. We couldn't win a second ball to save our, our lives. And before that third goal went in, we got caught on the counter-attack, which doesn't really work for Liverpool. That like, doesn't really happen. And that should have been a fucking wake-up call. But Trent does brilliantly, obviously, in terms of defending and puts it out for throwing. But we had this opportunity there to reset and come back and get men behind the ball and really fucking stop that attack. And then straight away, it was piss easy. Modric rolls the ball into Asensio. So it's a great finish. Five minutes. Was it Vinicius who scored it? Yeah. Uh, or Vinicius, whatever it is. Fucking, I can't even pronounce the name. I'm not pissed off with him. Um, in, in the back of the net. And maybe Alisson sees it late. 
I don't know. It goes straight under Phillips's legs, doesn't it? So um, it's just really, really fucking frustrating. And then at that point, mate, at 3-1, you're going, for fuck's sake. And then we had plenty of time to try and find that second, but we just couldn't find anything could be in it. When that ball went in at three, are you thinking then, right, it, it could be four? That was my that was my initial thought. I thought they were going to go. If, if anyone's going to score past this, it's not going to be us. I, I, it looked like heads dropped, and if, if that's going to be the case, where you know Trent busts his ass, and you think, oh well, you know he's he's given them a goal, but he's he's literally nicked one because that, I mean they were going to roll that into the back of the net if it weren't for for Trent's Trent's interception there, and he did a great job not letting it go out of the corner. You think, oh he's busted his ass, all right, reset the defense, get the ball back, and let's start putting pressure on them now. You know they're going to start feeling it going towards the end of the game. You know they've got some older legs on the fit on the pitch, but you then go away and give mm. something cheap cheap away. I mean I, I'm. I'm not going to get on Alisson for it. You know, it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a difficult one. It's 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 down low and it's close to him. Could he have used his foot? Maybe, but at the same time, he's probably seen it late, and you know, it's it's not not much he can do about it. So, yeah, no, it's, it's true. Just, well, let's just, um, let's let's look at some of the comments, Tim. Um, just yep. before we move on to the, the second leg, uh, Dan's put uh, he got the score right, but it was the wrong way around. I'll give you half a point for it, though, Dan, mate. I really will. Uh, Stu McDean, I'll do him pal from YouTube. Uh, world-class display of passive uh, sideways uh, passing by Genie. Yeah, Genie wasn't on 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 the ball today at all. Uh, just that wasn't the Genie when Alden were, were used to in Europe. And again, it was one of the things where we it was people were questioning it. Why should we have had Thiago Cater and Fabinho? That might have worked a little bit better for us. Uh, ben Priester said Manny pissed me off tonight. No other words for it. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ben. I don't think Manny was up to scratch at all. Uh, Chris Kelly, the passing out from the back was woeful, could have could have been a lack of options ahead. Yeah, it certainly was, mate, because again, it's like we couldn't string two or three passes together and that, again, it's so frustrating when you, you can't not do that at this level. You've got to be winning those second balls. You've got to be first to the ball uh, when it's in, in a neutral zone. You've got to be doing it and it's just so frustrating that we couldn't do that today. Uh, Rafa's pal, I just think we were a mentally and physical drain from previous seasons, plus injuries not helped. Yes, yeah, that's this fucking story of the season in, in, a, in, a, in a comment there, definitely. Whole midfield was awful, Dan. Yeah, absolutely it was, mate. Fabinho even struggled because the others around him were so bad. Thiago wasn't great either, not just when Alderman Keita thought they thought they were worse. Yeah, I mean, credit to be fair to Thiago, I thought he obviously did change the game a little bit uh, for us in, in terms of his passing, Tim, wasn't he? He was gave us that little bit of interest. We, we did see two or three passes that you just think, where the fuck did he see that pass from? And you think, great. And it did create sort of half chances for us. But, you know, when Madrid have got 15 chances and we did how um, many fucking seven and we had one of them on target, it's, it, again, it wasn't the best sort of second half and a little bit from Thiago either, was it? But again, no one played great tonight and you've got to have your other people playing great to play great, haven't you? So can you put that much on Thiago or not? No. No, I don't I, for me, the biggest problem was Firmino didn't play. I think that he, him dropping deep gives us a different option that would have completely changed the way Madrid would have played. They wouldn't have had that much dominance in the midfield. And that, that connection between the, the back line and the front line was completely broken this evening. Completely. Yeah, they, was, they just, there was just no connection there. And that's exactly what Firmino does. Exactly yeah. what he does. He drops deep and he gives us that connection. So, and and this that narrative that we have against, you know, of dropping Bobby Firmino, Sadio, Sadio Mane needs to be on the bench the next game. I'm sorry. He does. We, yeah. need to, we need to kind of, we need to start pushing this narrative towards Mane because, I mean, he's been, for me, the, the, the most out of form out of, the, of, of all the front three um, th this season. And, and Firmino, even when he's not scoring, gives us something different that makes 
you know, teams play differently. Not, they don't, they can't play the way they want to because their centre backs are having to be pulled, you know, into the midfield and their midfielders are constantly having to look over their shoulder. Where's Firmino? What's the movement? You know, and, and yeah. I, as much as on paper, on a, on a FIFA console, you know, that, that front three works, it doesn't work in real life. It doesn't. It just doesn't. You know, you need you need a guy who's going to connect the play from the midfield to to the front three, and and none of those guys. I mean, I don't know if if, if I think it was Sadio Mane, the guy that was trying to drop deep, but it seemed like every time he picked up the ball, he lost it and did a spin and, and fell over. So, you know, that that's that's the thing. I'd I'd like to see them three up front, hot on the on the left wing, Firmino in the middle, and and Salah on the right, and see how that goes. Yeah, try I it out this like, weekend. Mate. Yeah, definitely, mate. I was just about to say, I think you definitely should try it at the weekend. And your dad just put a really good point in saying that the last two games equals this season in a nutshell, absolutely spot on. You get chalk and cheese, don't you think? We're fucking brilliant. And then the next minute we, we, we go back to shit again. Uh, Dad's put poor body, body position from Phillips. Obviously, that was from when we were talking about um, Phillips. But Cruz ran the show. He absolutely did. And Tony Cruz just showed just what a world-class player he actually is. And so did Modric again tonight. The pair of them were fantastic. Uh, Ben's priest put I felt Trent should have been narrower throughout when defending in the first half to protect Phillips to be fair but yeah don't give Cruz that much time for fuck's sake absolutely mate and again you know to be fair to Trent there were some moments of him where he, he did want it and he was being a bit of a leader and there's some great comments in here about leadership in a second uh, Brian Collins said the defending for the third goal was beyond disgraceful yeah I couldn't put that any better for himself and then he's followed up with we had no leader in that team tonight uh, Genie is not a leader it's true mate he's not um, you know he, he, he doesn't He's not vocal on the pitch like James Milner is or Jordan Henderson or like Virgil van Dijk is. Um, so it is, yeah, it, it is, you do miss Henderson in the, in these instances. It's absolutely spot on. Uh, Thomas Pope, by the way, how was it not a foul on Manning before the third goal? Wasn't even looking at the ball and VI looked at it too. Yeah, again, Tom, I, I was screaming at the TV thinking that should have been a foul. Um, I, know, I know you were as well, Tim, because if they were both looking at the ball and it was a clattering, fine, get away with it, that whatever, but he wasn't. He was fucking looking at Mane and he knew exactly what he was doing. But Madrid are good at the dark arts. We've said this for years. We've always said it, but you know, it doesn't take away from anything how shit we are. Uh, Dan's put, I, I feel really bad for Trent. I think he was one of the better players. Yeah, I agree with you there, mate. But clearly makes a mistake for the second goal and Cruz again, ball over the top for that goal. Yeah, mate, spot on there. Uh, ben Priest again, great point. Brian, our captain, is someone that realistically doesn't even want to be at the club too. Yeah, it's interesting that um, that he gets the captaincy because of it. I mean, a lot of players, they get captaincies for being longest servants at the club. And then this is the whole thing with Genie. He has been a, a loyal servant to Klopp since day one and Klopp's loved him since day one. So that's probably the reason why. But again, we've got Trent there who's, a, who's born and bred at, at, at this club and he would you know die for the captaincy and we've got Robbo who's a Scotland captain mm, you know what I mean It's you got to have a look but you don't know what goes on behind the scenes we know from that Liverpool documentary that they picked four captains at the beginning of the last I think it was the 18-19 season it was Endo, Millie, Virgin, Genie so you know you, do you change it because of that I don't know maybe there's things that we, we miss but Chris Kelly's put in these are the days that we really miss Henderson. Absolutely fucking spot on, we do. And Stu McDean again said the same thing. Couldn't see a leader on the pitch. And again, when people question Hendo, and it's in these these are the games where you need the game to be by the scruff of the neck. And Henderson is one of those players that does that, isn't he? Well, yeah, you just needed everyone in the midfield looked a little out of place and looked a bit stretched. And I mean, I've I've never seen a Klopp midfield look so static before. Normally, they're all over the place and busting their asses to close people down and all that kind of stuff. And it just seemed that like there was a lack of that. 
and you know Hen Henderson being out there is huge because he's normally barking orders and and doing so much work himself. So yeah, of course. And it, it, I mean the win percentage, the the drop off when when Henderson isn't in the side shows exactly what what he means to this club and exactly why he will always be the first guy on the, on the team sheet and you know exactly why he's the captain. And yeah. I mean, we can get on Genie all we want. Listen, you know, whether he wants to be at the club here or not, you know, that, that the captaincy's obviously previously decided. And listen, he's he's still a world class player. He's he's still brilliant. And let's 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 not lie to ourselves. If he decides to stay, we're going to welcome welcome him with open arms. He's a club legend. Let's let's not beat beat him up for one bad performance. You know, it's not. You know, I look at Klopp and and ask him why he made such a bad decision in the midfield and and. He obviously was very, very plain to admit it with the way he subbed off Kater very, very quickly. So, you know, yeah. you, 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 let's not focus on one player or, or, or another. It, it was a crap performance through and through. And, you know, yeah, well, no, right. it's, it, we can't, well, you know, get on him for, just because he's the captain and oh, someone else should be. True. Well, you said it earlier, mate, about game management, didn't you? And Colin Banks said the exact same thing. He said it did need some game management. Um, scored and went gun cold too open should have slowed it and then gone for them late they were knackered in the last 10 they absolutely were we had the better of the game the last 10 minutes then Carl you're absolutely spot on mate uh, Dan's point is frustrating to think we played better in the final in 2018 against the better Madrid team obviously a bit stronger than uh, when we are right now yeah again it's six to one half doesn't the other that one mate isn't it to be fair but Ben's again said the same thing making changes 82nd minute again I agree with that we should have made changes a lot earlier but Cole, Mr. Positive as ever, mate, not a disaster. The away goal is crucial. It is Madrid fellas, only three points off top, top of the Liga, which obviously proves that they're going to be looking at other stuff. They've got El Clasico uh, this weekend as well, haven't they? So, Jake's but just not good enough. End of story. And that's fucking spot on, mate. It isn't fucking good enough. Um, and he said that the belief isn't there anymore. I, I just, yeah, I, part of that, I agree with, mate, that the fact that they're just absolutely fucking knackered over the last couple of years. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is what they, those boys do for a living. So if they can't get up for a Champions League game against Real Madrid and they don't believe that they can beat them, then I don't know. But um, Bobby is the guy. Uh, apparently, Owen Agrius has said that as well. And you've you've said the exact same thing, Tim, haven't you? And Chris agrees with you. Um, he said it would be very clever if we could have Bobby and Jota playing and doing like a little clever give and go. I think I think that's right, mate. I think it is time that we do, we do see that. Um, Mick Moran, I don't think he's ever been on the show before. I don't know who that is. Mitch, uh, Mitch, Mitch Morin. Mitch, Mitch Morin. Yeah, Mitch Morin. Out once again, which has happened a lot this season, but not as much recently. Reverting to that again tonight on this type of stage isn't acceptable. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And Jake has said the exact same thing. I think we underestimated them. I think we all did from a fan base thing. We've, we've, we got really giddy over the weekend, didn't we? Um, uh, and he's just said that this isn't the best Real Madrid team that has been in recent times, but you still have to be one of the best to play for Real Madrid. And that's a really, really good point. That it really is because... As much as I fucking can't stand some of their plays, they are very, very good. Uh, and again, Ben said it as well, something mentally has gone on. They still can't run when they want. They showed second half. So, Tim, let's try and finish this on a positive uh, in terms of the second half. Cole said it before, 3-1 is not the worst result in the world because we've got that crucial away goal. If there was allowed 54,000 fans at Anfield, um, I would probably say this is in the bag um, because I just know what we're capable of at Anfield with a the crowd there. But that's not going to happen. It's going to be empty. Um, it's 2-0. Can we sort of claw this around claw this back next week at Anfield 2-0 and will this sting that much for the players to go do you know what we can fucking do this but we've got a big game against Villa in between yeah it's a tough one because ideally you win this leg 
so that you can take a couple of guys and give them some rest over the weekend because you know you're putting yeah, yourself no. in a position but you can't now you've really got to push for the for the for a win at villa because of the top four situation and again hope that results fall our way they have done the last couple of weeks generally um so it it just puts you it it puts Klopp in a tough to, tough position doesn't it really um yeah it does it does yeah oh, are, you, are you thinking then just if, if we got three points at villa would you be like right i'll i'll take take it or leave it against real madrid or would you be like no we win we, we get three points against villa and then just fucking try and get into real madrid and like Cole said if we score first anything can happen well i mean that's what i was going to say is i i genuinely think that were this this side and what we've seen them from them recently barring this evening is is good enough to to beat Villa and then have Madrid come and beat them. I, I think that tonight, I think Madrid were at the top of their game and we were probably somewhere near the bottom bottom of ours. And it was one of those evenings where, you know, on top of the fact that we had a crappy performance, there's two big mistakes in there that lead to goals and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's, I, it, it seems like the Barcelona tie all over again, to be honest. It does. Just because, just because that first that that first Barcelona tie, you look back and not only could we probably have won that game, but you think that you know the they get the fluky off the crossbar that falls right to Messi on the line, the the Messi free kick that's taken six yards further forward than it should have been, you know, and, and it, it, so you, it 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 is reminiscent, but at the same time we we know that this isn't the same team and yeah, exactly, or the same belief and that Anfield isn't going to be rammed, so. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to put a positive spin on it. You know, we are more than this capable it, of we, beating this Madrid team two 0 So it's true, it's true, mate. We are more than capable. And the way we've been playing over the last few weeks, where we've been keeping clean sheets and stuff like that, it you know we are we are played a lot better than what we showed tonight. And I think the players will be travelling back, fucking hurting from that. And you know, Klopp obviously won't be happy. They'll be stern talking to, and there'll be a lot of be fucking said in in, in training. But again, I think like what Cole. And what Yuki have said there, scoring first is the key for that second leg. And it's like I said to you, um, after we were 2-0 down, didn't I? I said that we needed to get the next goal um, for, for us to have any chance in this tie. And I think a lot of people would say, you know, when even at 3-1, you, you, you take that, shut the game down now and you fucking take 3-1 because 2-0 gives you a, a, a decent-ish opportunity. And like I said at the start of the podcast, we've done it before with shit of teams, Olympiacos versus Liverpool, and we had to score three in the second half of one game we've got 90 minutes to turn this around so all isn't lost uh, ladies and gentlemen we we, we could do it and uh, we've got to try and stay positive or if not we'll just fucking turn the fucking telly off for the rest of the fucking season and just you know turn it back on when uh, when pre-season starts again uh, and don't look at tables or anything like that but we're not going to do that because we're just going to try and stay positive um but listen we want to say thank you to everybody that's joined us in the comments as well we really appreciate it uh, some really good ones as well some key talking points as well um, and like, let's just say on to the next one. Uh, as Colin Banks says, we move on. Let's just see what happens in the next game. Uh, oh, we'll, you know, see what we could do against Villa. And yeah, this isn't over. You never know what can happen in European football, and we are the absolute testament to that. Have a nice evening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.